Happy Hump Day, everybody. Curtis Wilgerson and Andrew Ellis coming to you live from Natty State Sports okay. Studios in downtown Fayetteville for a Wednesday episode of the Six Pack. And for those of you who haven't figured it out yet, like we don't always talk about Razorbacks around here. We do plenty of it, though. I mean, if you're looking for Hoops Talk, check out the pot at the Palace. We've got a banger with Layden Blocker out right now. Uh, if you need a baseball fix, Andrew's been all over it with the Bombastic Podcast. we got the John Neighbor Show daily from 4 to 6. There's a lot going on, but... You know, the six-pack, we literally talk about, I don't know, man, everything else. You know, like like you said, imagine your favorite group chats, locker room talk, bar chats, whatever. That's kind of what we do here, and we have a really good time with it. Uh, Andrew, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Curtis. And, yeah, I think there's probably a lot of people who are tuning into this for the first time. Uh, we've been trying to workshop this show a little bit, just to take you a little bit of a, a peek behind the curtain. I think there's been some people definitely who have been a little confused as to, like, what's going on. I see the comments every now and then. They're like, man, the basketball team must suck if y'all are talking about Drake's uh, penis, you know, like whatever <laughs> yeah. it is that we're talking about. Uh, but I think a lot of people don't understand that we're just, this is just our outlet to talk about, like you said, whatever it is you and your buddies are talking about at the bar, whatever me and Curtis are talking about it on a given week, and it changes. I mean, you see the, you see the, the bar on the side there. We've got all kinds of crazy stuff to talk about. It's always going to change, and that's what makes this fun is that we, we just want to talk about whatever you guys are talking about. So, hey, pop up in the chat. If you want if you want us to discuss something, you know, this is the place to do it. And uh, Nothing's off limits. Nothing's too weird just have a good for time. this operation here. So. Also, we're not drinking on this particular program, but we drink no. on a lot of our programs. <laughs> uh, and we will drink on this one plenty in the future. So uh, join us. If you're on your lunch break, go ahead and crack you open the one the, the, the cold one that you've got in the back of your car sitting there. Go ahead and, go ahead and crank that one out. Just, just have a good time. Let loose. Nothing wrong with a little lunch beer, yeah. you know? Uh, man, Andrew, we we have to start, I think, with uh, with some of these NBA trades that didn't happen. You know, the trade deadline was this week, and I've been reading all these stories, and some of it's crazy. Like, if you think about, I don't know, like like the hypotheticals, right? Uh, the main one that's really stood out to me is, as I saw the story, and it, you know, it's like sources say on ESPN yeah. or whatever, uh, that the Warriors legit reached out to the Lakers about pairing up LeBron with Steph Curry. Um I guess Draymond Green was kind of back channeling that through Rich Paul or whatever. I bet he was. He uh, he's he loves LeBron, old Draymond. Hell, he probably would have been part of the deal. So I don't know why he <laughs> he's was like, doing hey, that. Let's get LeBron, and he's chipped out. <laughs> that actually happened to Pat Beverly, I think, at one point, Ooh, who also was I think traded. You're right. But I think that happened where he was like tweeting at someone, like, "Oh, hey, can't wait to get to work." And it's like, "Brother, you're in the trade." Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I mean, would that even intrigue you? Like LeBron Steph and, and the LeBron? Warriors. It would intrigue like me. One I mean, last, I'm one intrigued last by both of those, those guys. guys on their own. So seeing them together, of course, and like. I'm all, I'm a LeBron fan, so I, I want to see whatever chapter of his career down the stretch takes him to the happiest place. I'm down for that. Uh, but yeah. no, yeah, I mean, like that would that'd be awesome. I'm here for all of that. I mean, there are no rules in the NBA, as we've learned. I mean, KD, we kind of that was the launching point of you know LeBron. You could argue the big three with the, the Miami Heat. Maybe that was the launching point. But I feel like once KD went to the Warriors and we saw a top three, top two player yeah. join the best team, it was like, oh wow, really anything can happen. And uh, the cap. I don't know how they make it work with that. The, the, the salaries in the NBA are just stupid. There was a point I've in my life. I never understood any of that. There was a point in my life where I really was firmly knew the salary cap and like knew the deals and kind of knew what most people were making. Now yeah. I've just lost track of it. I, I've got Mid-level no clue. Mid-level exceptions. And all, I have but, no uh, idea what any of that stuff yeah, means. I, I like the chaos of it, yeah. of the trade deadline. But yeah, we didn't really talk about it. But <laughs> shout out, I think Patrick Beverly may have gotten traded like right after we did it the was. program last week. Yeah. But uh, Patrick Beverly and Bobby Portis, now teammates. Yeah. Good for them. It's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun oh, for yeah. Razorback fans, as is Daniel Gafford being a, a Dallas Maverick. I mean, yeah, he's been cooking. Is there a better fit? 
for him than the Mavs. No. I mean, it's it, it's working out a lot better than Washington did. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's a perfect fit because Daniel Gafford likes to run and jump and dunk, and yes. Luka Doncic likes to lob balls for his centers to hammer home <laughs> easily. Like that's it's a perfect. It's a match made in heaven. Got to throw the dunk. Got to dunk it. Exactly. What's and, better? You know, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Kevin Durant a minute ago. It was kind of interesting to hear. Uh, just in that same thing I was reading about LeBron and the Warriors or whatever, and obviously like he wasn't he wasn't interested in getting traded, but uh, the Sixers reached out yeah. and they were like, "Hey, can we get Bron?" And uh, you know, I think the Lakers are like, "Hey, that is, is Embiid available?" Because the Sixers <laughs> are like actually good. Yeah, you know, like the Warriors are. I believe they're but, in the play and they're like the ten seed. That would right. probably be nuts. Daryl Morey though, like he's he's shooting a shot though, because he he reached out to the Suns too about Kevin Durant. Daryl like, hey, Morey's a shot you know, Is he available? Man. Because if he is, we're we're interested. So uh, kudos to him. Like it didn't work, but like I, I mean, you don't make those deals unless uh, you shoot your shot. So you know. Yeah, I mean, and look, like like we said, there's no rules in this game. It just is what it is. Uh, Daryl Morey, former Houston Rockets GM, he's uh, a. Ah. Quite the the innovator, I guess. He's he's yeah. a very forward thinking guy. He's kind of one of the biggest nerds in basketball. He's the reason why everybody's shooting layups and threes all the time. But right, you know, I yeah. respect it. Yeah, I respect it too. I respect it too. Uh, we're gonna move on, but it, this is actually great. One of the comments that came in here, uh, <laughs> we got Wyatt Peter says RFK Junior for president. He must see that we're getting ready to talk. Yeah, about that's Joe not Biden. what we're doing here. <laughs> we're not getting too political. But I will say the uh, the RFK episode of the Theo Vaughn podcast was hilarious. You like it was, that one? Uh, yeah, it was very entertaining. I enjoyed that. Uh, but <laughs> Joe Biden, man, listen. Which, by the way, guys, we we don't talk politics here. on the show, and that's not what we're about to talk about here. No. If you listen to, I guess Monday's episode. We talked a little Joe Biden because he fired off a crazy tweet. His but, tweet went viral, and, yeah. and our reaction to it went semi-viral. Yeah, <laughs> semi-viral, kinda, yeah. And it was pretty good. Um, but, like, I don't know. We talked about that. I feel like he may have one-upped himself. Like, whoever his PR team is, like his, his campaign management, whatever, I get it. Like, it's an election year. Uh, and so, you know, like, they're trying to – I think the state was North Carolina. Like they're trying to win North Carolina – they need to get the minority vote, all those, you know, whatever. It's it's campaigns, politics. We don't talk about that. But what he did is he went to he went to Raleigh and um, sat down with a with an African American family and he and he brought him food. And so he came in with a bunch of to-go bags from cookout. And brought him food. You should have stopped right there, man. <laughs> you can't look, Joe Biden. I, I you know. <laughs> it is what it is. We can talk about other stuff, but you can't say we need the minority vote, so let's go to the hood and buy some chicken. Yeah. You, you just, can't you say, can't hey, let's go bring that. some black folks some chicken. That was tough. And then he ate a hamburger. Yeah. And then he was like, I, oh, yeah, I got, got me a hamburger. Yeah. yeah I mean, come on, man. And then he's talking basketball with him and stuff. It just, it made me cringe because it, it I think it's unfair and, and stereotypical, but whatever. Well, uh, according but, to him, if you don't vote for him, you're not black. You remember when he said that? He did, he did say that. And it's kind of funny because, you know, I'm, a lot of it was scripted or whatever, and there's cameras in there. Obviously, they're recording it. Um, but he was going overboard with his reactions, too. Like, the one kid's yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm in seventh grade. I'm playing AAU basketball. And he was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, no, that, that's what I do at a young age. So Yeah, you that's know? what normal kids do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, basketball. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, you don't say. So it's just, it yeah. was hilarious, man. I still want to know about the tweet. Uh, I want to know which, about by the, the way, tweet still too. up. Was not deleted. We didn't know because when we were recording the other day, we didn't know if it would be deleted or not. The tweet of him saying, uh, you know, just how he drew it up about the Super Bowl. I think that that's still up. So it's like, yeah, it's been a heat check for, for you know, the Biden administration this week on Twitter or social media. Yeah, and I'm I wonder. I mean, you know, 
Is it because he's getting he's catching all the heat maybe for being, you know, tired or old or whatever? So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna up my Twitter game, you know. I'm gonna get after it on the socials. I think this I think that video that uh that we were talking about just now came out on Instagram. So oh, wow. yeah, it, so he's, he's, he's checking all the big ones. I don't ones. know. So Yeah. Uh, y'all can stop commenting political stuff. We are not about to talk <laughs> politics on the show. We're just making fun of famous people doing stupid stuff. That's what we do on this program, and that's what we're about to do now. We we, we did kind of welcome it, I guess. In yeah, fairness, I guess a little bit, but I mean, yeah. We, yeah, but hey, we're we're two beers down in the six pack here, so uh, we are going to move on to. I mean, Shaq and Kanye West, like what a what a duo right there. What a duo, two icons, and they're beefing, and that's kind of crazy to me. I don't even quite understand what it's about i know that you've looked at the story too and that you've got uh you got the quotes but kanye west essentially went on this you know social media post thanking somebody for helping him when he's you know struggling he got canceled from pretty much everything yeah um he's talking about living in factories and people helping him out or whatever and and Shaq kind of went in on him before deleting the message from what i could gather this was a case of real life argument Bleeding over into social media, which with two famous people is pretty funny. Yes. I don't know if he commented under the wrong thing or not, but Kanye had also, I'm guessing he had just gotten kicked out of Taylor Swift's, or I don't know if it was Taylor Swift's box or whatever, but basically he was like removed from the Super Bowl from what I could tell. And Shaq, I guess he thought he was complaining about that, which he really wasn't in that post, Yeah, which I think is why Shaq deleted it. But Shaq wrote in response, who cares? Stop bitching and snitching. <laughs> I know you saw me at the Super Bowl. I was waiting for you to say something smart. Man up. Nobody want to see you crying. Man up, little boy. Uh, I, love I love the comment from Shaq. I really do. Uh, <laughs> I think it's so funny him just being like, man up, stop crying. Because Kanye likes to play victim a lot. Yeah. Uh, that's that's a thing he likes to do and uh, complain <laughs> about people canceling him and stuff like that. Uh, I think Shaq just picked the wrong time to have that tiebreaker. It was just an interesting time, but... Yeah, I support. It. I'm Team Shaq though. I'm Team Shaq As too, always. for sure. Well, yeah, because uh, we love the uh, we love the big chicken establishment here in Fayetteville. We do. I forgot. Um, I forgot about that that aspect of. Yeah, it. there's yeah. a connection there to that's near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, maybe Kanye will open a restaurant down here. I don't know, but um, what was interesting about Kanye West, I don't know if this is true or not, um, but I was reading about it that essentially he like strategically had himself placed to where anytime the camera would pan to Taylor Swift, that he would have been. In the shot, too, and that's like why he got removed or whatever, and it was an awkward deal. I don't know, but uh, at any rate, I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. So Kanye and Taylor Swift breaking the internet once again. That's how this whole thing started. And it's just a weird it's it is a weird beef. Well, the Kanye Taylor Taylor Swift thing is weird anyway. It's it's very fascinating. And it's It's been like a a lot of layers of it almost. Uh, but the whole the Shaq Kanye thing, like that's that's pretty interesting. I mean, it's like uh, like Branson says here, like, could you imagine trying to fight Shaq? No, that's got to be one of the the oh. last celebrities you <laughs> no. want telling you to stop bitching. Yeah. on social media, that's not who you want to read. He is said angry that to with me, you. I would, I would stop. stop bitching. Yeah, yeah I absolutely, I'd stop snitching. Too. I would never like, snitch and I would never cry again. <laughs> uh, by the way, have we ever really talked about the Kanye Taylor thing? Like, no, you know, it's been a long, long standing thing. But I mean, for those that you know, if this is your first day on the internet. One of the most viral moments ever I can think of was Kanye getting up there and interrupting Taylor Swift's, I guess it was her acceptance speech for song of the year, album of the year, something. And he basically thought they should have given it to Beyonce. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, at that point in time, he was friends with Jay-Z and Beyonce. I don't think he is anymore. Uh, But he he went out there and interrupted her and was like, hey, I'm going to let you finish, but whatever. It was awesome. And it was kind of, I mean, awesome. It was one of those internet moments that like everyone was was talking about. It was Will Smith, the Jada thing before that. 
You know, like where it was like the thing that happened, everyone's like, oh, did you see that reward show? You see that? You see Kanye do that? And I know a bunch of bunch of white girls that hate Kanye forever because of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. I know a bunch of black folks that don't like Taylor Swift forever because it's just one of those things that divided right. the internet. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah. It's but an- then he has the song, Famous. Because that I think the one he, where he dropped so the lyric Taylor, on that, Yes. Yeah. And now he and Taylor eventually became friends. Um, a Razorback Rock Collins says he didn't he do that to Beck as well. I think when Beck won his award over... I guess it was over Beyonce. He mm. like went up there and did a pump fake, like a like a kind of the Carmelo thing where yeah, he like yeah. acted like he was going to shoot oh, it, yeah. which all time. I, mean, I think he awesome. did that when Beck won, <laughs> kind of like a callback to it. Uh, yeah, but no, yeah. So him and Taylor apparently they patched it up and were cool. He has the song, which he even says, "I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex." Oh, that's right. That was there's a- the, there's a video of him on the phone call asking her if he could do that. She said it was he, a compliment. She did, and then some people are saying that they edited the footage though of Ooh. the phone call, and like he asked her for a different thing or whatever. But yeah, I remember, I remember seeing that and kind of thinking it was weird. But apparently, they're not on good terms anymore. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's been a roller coaster though for two of, it, I mean, pretty much two of the most famous people ever. It's true. Young Sea Lion says, personally, don't know how you could hate Taylor. Um, I definitely don't, and I got to be honest, like her, I I know a decent amount of her music, but it's just, I mean, it's not really my thing. But right. she's. Honestly, and this is going to be probably a controversial opinion given the the reaction that's been going on with her and the Travis Kelsey thing, but like since it's been happening, I've grown to love her, man. I well, like seeing her. I like seeing her reactions. I like seeing her in that element. And maybe they pan to her too much, yeah. but I thought it was all genuine. It was pretty cool seeing her down there, um, you know, on the field. And man, she took a step back so the dude could uh, yeah. could hug his Didn't mom go up and on everything. Stage, yeah, which I would have, I would have gone up on stage. And if I was Taylor Swift. this is a very chicken themed show. But did you see that? You know, they went out and partied after the Super Bowl in Vegas, and her and Travis Kelsey were they were spotted at some chicken joint at five a.m. in Ooh. Vegas. I having did some not tenders. see that. I did. Yes. I did see Travis Kelsey. He was uh he was hitting that pingy, ah. or hitting actual marijuana. Who knows? But he was really? uh. Partaking in a little bit of drugs, Curtis. Oh. But Taylor, I don't think she did. But nah, no, she's I, not about I, I'm life. with you. So like, I remember back when I was a kid growing up, and Taylor Swift was kind of first becoming. She was a country singer back then. But I remember my sisters were super obsessed with her. And mm-hmm. at that point in time, like my sisters were the only people I knew because I was nine years old. I, they were the only people I knew that like really were into her. But so I've kind of been a fan just because of them of just like, oh yeah, I like Taylor Swift. My sisters love Taylor Swift. And it's kind of crazy how famous she's gotten and how prominent she's gotten, not just in music, like her music's popping, but she's like one of the biggest celebrities in the world, period. Um, and so it's kind of crazy, but as as it is the case, people are not as mad at her as they are of the attention she gets. And yeah. uh, people just hate, Right. They hate rich people. They hate famous people. Yeah. They hate successful people. I mean, she knows um, that there's going to be a certain amount of it that comes just with her being anywhere, but it's not like she's asking them to, to put the camera on her every five seconds. Well, I was know? just like, that's, like, and like we've talked about here before, like that's just a product of people being famous. When you're at a sporting event, like whenever Travis, you know, way back in the day when Travis Kelsey sat next to Isaiah Campbell at that Arkansas basketball game, yeah. they kept showing Travis oh, Kelsey. Kansas you know City, why? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because he's famous. Exactly. They, they're always, the camera is always going to pan to whoever the most famous people are in the room just how it is i said it the other day brady tiger's mom you're gonna see her on camera a lot it's not an accident these things happen person in the stadium (laughs) most famous and people like to do that yeah how often i mean there's been so many times in sports where we complain or we're like oh they keep showing so-and-so's parents they keep showing so or they keep referencing robert moore's dad and it's just (laughs) kind of one of those things right it's like does that make you hate robert moore make you hate dayton Moore? no it's just a stupid thing that tv people do have you seen taylor swift live 
I have not. Like, but, I know uh, it's impossible to get a ticket now, but I didn't know if you'd seen her before things <laughs> Branson, got weird or whatever. Francis says it was him and he was sitting right next to Isaiah and Kelsey. Oh, there we go. Which I actually, I mean, I'm sure it was. Uh, yeah, people, but nobody was giving Isaiah Campbell his flowers either. They kept showing That's Travis tough. Kelsey and they didn't even have a little bar under there. Yeah, I've, uh, I've mentioned this before, but Isaiah Campbell's hilarious, man. Like he just uh, he just happened to be in the Bahamas when when the Razorbacks were there cool. over Thanksgiving. He had no idea they were playing. Yeah, everybody's like, "Oh man, he came back to support the Hogs," and he's like, "Dude, like, I'm, just, no I'm, I'm just gone, man. I'm on I'm on vacation with my lady. Like yeah. it's cool that they're here. I don't know if he went to a game or not, but he sure was walking around that casino. Yeah, so. that is pretty sweet. Yeah. He's massive, dude. He he's he is getting big, and he's dude. gotten bigger since he was at Arkansas. He was yeah. always a, like six five, two twenty five, like a big dude, right? But uh, yeah, he he's he's getting bigger and bigger, man. He's 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 been, he looks like he can drink out drink us. I don't know. See. He is, he do, is, he do, is he doing a six pack at noon? Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. I don't know. Not now because he's probably in spring training. Yeah, I, I'll, is I'll he hope in spring not. training? I bet if he's not, I mean, pitchers and catchers. I don't know when they report. If he's not yeah. in spring training, he's about to ramp up he's to do it. There. So I bet he's he's locking in. And I saw a, a St. Louis Cardinals question in the chat that was directed at you. We will get to that. Don't worry. Yeah, Cause I, I do need to hear your thoughts on that. So yeah. Um, moving on. Alyssa Milano. Like I know you and, uh, <laughs> I know you and John talked about this on his show. It was a couple weeks ago, but now she's just making herself look worse. And so <laughs> explain to me what her deal was. Cause obviously she's got plenty of money, but yeah. she was, did she start a GoFundMe or she was like trying to, I, I guess it was promoted yeah, or whatever for her yeah. kids' baseball team to go somewhere to go to Cooperstown. They That's had like right. a, there was like some trip they were trying to take to Cooperstown to do whatever. And so she posted a GoFundMe. And this is an actor, by the way. I looked this up because I didn't. I knew she was famous and had money or whatever, but I didn't know why. This woman was an actor and she's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I don't know what she did with. Her. I'm assuming she still got some money. But yeah, post the GoFundMe it was like, hey, please uh, help send my son's baseball team to Cooperstown. They really want to go see the Hall of Fame. Just send your son's team to Cooperstown. I was like, why don't you do it? Why don't you donate for it? Don't ask us for money. Yeah. Uh, and then she was at the Super Bowl with her with her son, and he yeah. looked like he was doing just fine. So did I'm you not... see the bling he had on his neck? Yeah, man. That like entire I, situation. Like, are you if kidding you felt, me, dude? If I had any sympathy for that kid, I lost it now. And no. I mean. Just even if you went to the Super Bowl and you're as, still asking people for money, don't post a picture at the Super Bowl because yeah, just that's go. one of those events you don't get into the Super Bowl without being rich, right? You just don't, yeah. or at least like without planning. That be, that better be like your whole life, your whole year's vacation is you're going to the Super Bowl. Um, if you need money to go to Cooperstown, I don't know how you afforded the, the Super Bowl trip. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, that's uh, that's just I don't know, man. That's wild behavior. But I'm keeping my eye on this because what's she going to do next? You know, what is she going to do next? Yeah. Okay. I this, mean, I don't know. This is a, uh, it, it's going to get a little sad here, but RIP to the Pop Tarts, man. It's very sad. Bill Post was his name uh, of Grand Rapids, Michigan. He died at 96 years old. And it's a shame, honestly, because this is a man who turned the breakfast game on its head, the creator, I mean, the developer time. of the Pop Tart. It's a shame. I ate a Pop-Tart last night, and I did not know the weight of it, of what it would mean, but you I know it's crazy? You, I hope you savored it. I, I had a great, it was a s'mores Pop-Tart. That's the Ooh. one that I like. That's my favorite. Oh, we're, plenty, we're about to get into Everybody that, has so. their favorite Pop-Tart, but mine is the s'mores. That's my favorite. It's just my go-to. Gosh, um, but you know yeah. what's sad about this is this is the year of the Pop-Tarts Bowl. The Pop-Tarts Bowl became this year, and that was, I mean, they stole the bowl season, I would say. Oh, it was having incredible. the pop tart celebration. And it was the, really weird when at the they end. cooked the pop tart afterwards. <laughs> that was him. very weird when yeah, they that did was, that. But that I was, was into it. 
But yeah, it's so tough. I didn't realize that uh, Pop Tarts. At least he got to live long enough to see the Pop Tarts, see one Pop Tarts bowl. Yeah. And to see the way it took over. But yeah, God rest his soul. You said his Bill Post is his name. Bill Post. Bill Post. Yeah. I mean, just imagine, you know, being tasked with. We want you to create a, a breakfast pastry that goes in the toaster. And just coming up with that, and it's just taking off, Nailed you know. It. And then figuring sure. out ways to implement all the stuff is yeah. uh, it's big time. I mean, there's there's so many different ones. Wild berries underrated. Okay, and they're so starting to expand your, a little. Your too favorite much. is the s'mores. That's I don't know if it's my number one favorite, but it's the okay. one I eat the most. I feel like it's it's up there for me. I'm a I'm a huge huge fan of the s'mores. If that might be my number one, and my one A would be the the hot fudge sundae. And they're, it's kind of in the yeah, similar those are vein. Good. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Like the, with the white icing? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, Branson, oh, yeah. Branson says the brown sugar cinnamon. That's a classic. I, I like those heated up. I actually put those in the toaster, and those are good for me. There you go. Uh, I mean, Hillary I kinda, loves the brown sugar cinnamon. I tell yeah. you, have you ever had the cookie dough ones? They have cookie Ooh, dough. I don't know Pop if I've tarts. had a cookie dough one. They they are good. They're very good. Uh, I mentioned Wildberry. You're right about Wildberry. I, I mean, I like the tradition, like the frosted strawberry. I mean, frosted strawberry is good. Know. Cherry's good. Uh, I feel like there's another one. Oh yeah, cherry is cherry. I was is like, just the chocolate fudge ones are good. Yeah, uh, my mom loves those. So we would always those were a staple at the Ellis house. Yeah, but they've are... also gotten weird with them. The, okay, I was Pop-Tarts about to bring some Oreos. of those up. Yeah, read me some weird ones because I know Pop Tarts okay. and Oreos have had some bizarre ones. And I've I have tried this one actually uh, before we went to uh, Tulsa for the basketball game. The Ego Frosted Maple Flavored Pop Tart. Ego Frosted Maple Flavored. Okay. I think it needs to be two separate things. You need you need to have a Lego Ego and you need to have a Pop Tart. Yeah, the breakfast crossover is not one of the same. Tough. Yeah, it was not really. Also, are a, we calling Pop Tarts a breakfast? I guess we eat it. I mean. I, I mean, I, I never, eat them at any time. I was like, I never eat breakfast, but I do eat Pop Tarts. So I don't, but like, I the one I ate last night was like 9 30. Um, but yeah, yeah I, guess, I, I guess they're supposed to be breakfast. I right? eat more of them at like midnight than I do yeah, breakfast time. I well, think. that's the, the case with everything. Uh, Megan says, if you like the hot fudge sundae, which I do, uh, I you might have like had the confetti. frosted confetti cupcake. That sounds incredible. They're I very, had that. Yeah, I think they're similar, like the, the white frosting. I, I've, I like, uh, I think I've had the confetti cupcake once. Boston cream. Frosted Boston Cream Donut Pop-Tart. That's a new one. It, it's under there. Oh, it's a favorite. Okay, so here are their new ones. Okay, so this hear. is weird. Um, they're just trying to mix up too much stuff. Frosted Apple Cinnamon Apple Jacks Pop-Tart. I'd See, try it. that's a it. lot. That's a it's lot. It's a lot. I'd try it. Uh, do you like those like cereal bars that, that people make? Um, I like them, but I just them, never yeah. get them. But I like those, so I can, I can, uh, I can get it. Yeah, I like some of those. Um, frosted Banana Bread. Frosted banana bread. I, I mean, like, I like frosted banana bread. I'm sure, but I don't. Yeah. I'd have to try them out. Yeah, why not? So, yeah, uh, R.I.P. to the guy. I guess the the owner. Y'all got yeah. bigger fish to fry. But I was gonna say, <laughs> Pop Tarts. Send us some, and we'll try them. But uh, some, you know, those are those are interesting. Who's asking for them? Is what I'm wondering. I don't know. Frosted chocolatey chip pancake. Like it just seems like. Yeah, that's why that, not those just are, call it frosted chocolate chip. This reminds me. That was the thing with ice cream not too long ago, where people started figuring out ways. There was like a video of this guy that would take like a burger and he would like chop it up and then do whatever, and yeah. it would somehow turn into ice cream. We don't need to. We don't need that's, to. Yeah, that's weird. Behavior. And we also don't need to have everything be cake. You remember when that was a thing? People were cutting cakes. They were like cut stuff oh, and yeah. like make things. Oh, was, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Um, Kingsley, Kingsley's, frosted strawberry milkshake. I just want to get that one out there. I, I could mess I with that. I actually do like that one. I could mess with that. Kingsley's Kingsley's making fun of you, man. Our boy. Raw dog and Pop Tarts is unhinged. If you're eating Pop Tarts at all, they gotta go in the air fryer. 
Okay. I don't know if I've had Pop-Tarts in the air fryer before. Do you you don't just dog, toast them? You raw dog Pop-Tarts, right? Do I can't. I, I will if I need to, but I, I typically toast them yeah. is what I do. Like, I don't have a... I mean, well, I've got a toaster oven, but I don't have, like, the old school yeah. pop it in the toaster. Yeah, that's. I think the, to, the pop the, it in the toaster is the desired outcome. The air fryer sounds like a move good. to me. That sounds like a move. Well, you in, know, in fact, was, I'm going to do it tonight. It, a little bit of it depends on which ones you're getting. Like, if you're getting a strawberry or something like that, it doesn't necessarily need to be right. warmed up. But, like, the s'mores... Yeah, I love getting that gooey. Right. Any of the ones that are like have kind of a flavor, like a syrup yeah. or something like that, you got. Yeah. But see, my thing is, I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. Like, I, I don't am. go to the grocery store and buy a a box of pop tarts. I go to the gas station. I get gas. I walk ones? in. I get a Red Bull or something. I'm like, ah, oh, I need some breakfast. I grab one of the pop tarts there. Yeah. Can't put it in the toaster, you know. Yeah. Well, stop buying pop tarts a la carte then. Just go, go, just go get a box, man. Go get you a real box. Yeah, but then I got nowadays they make know. the huge. If you like, well, you know, for anyone people, no, that I have, go to Sam's or something. Yeah, the people that have kids now, you just got to get the yeah. big old box that has like 144 of them. That's that's the way it'll work. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I'll work on it. I'm, I'm trying to be better. You know, you'll you'll get there one day. <laughs> every now and then. Oh man, uh, no. I good guess we've stuff. made it through five. beers. We made it eh? through five beers, and and now we're on onto the final final leg of the six pack. And honestly. Yeah. Uh, you know, initially coming into this show, we didn't really want to be married to just six topics, but it, it kind of makes sense because it's a six yeah. pack. But we wind up having so much other stuff to talk about that we just, you know, we got just a different type of whip around that we hit on a yeah. variety of topics at the very end. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think we have any shortage of them here. By the way, this is your time, guys, to whatever it is you're yeah. wanting to hear us talk about. This is your time because Wednesday whip around like today we have like probably 12 <laughs> outside of random things yeah. uh some days it might be lower than that like some <laughs> days we're scratching the bottom of the barrel to get to six so any uh any help here would always recommend would always be welcomed but yeah well, you know we always usually have random things to get off our chest we do the first thing i want to get off my chest is like and scotty i think shared this with us the yeah, bubonic plague that's is crazy. back and listen this just tells me two things one stay away from oregon just just don't go to oregon because that's where it's at. That's where it's happening. Two, um, the people who have it down there catching it from house cats. And to me, it's just another reason to not have cats. The dog yeah. is a superior pet. The dog's not you, giving you the easily. plague. Cats, easily. they don't have a personality. I think they're, they're silent mean. serial killers. They're mean. Uh, they keep to themselves. So they're not even really great companions. Most of them. I'm sure they're ex exceptions. And now they're giving you the plague? Like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Are you a cat person? I am not a cat person. I have never owned a cat. I don't think I ever will, unless something really weird happens. Uh, no, I was even watching a movie the other night where they had a cat that like saved someone from. I don't. I don't want to say the movie in case I'm spoiling it. But there was a cat that like saved someone's life, and they attacked the villain. But they needed the guy's eye to scan something to get in Ooh. to us, and they, the cat yeah. scratched up the eye. And so they're like, "Man, thanks for helping us, but you know, it is what it is." That's wild. And yeah. I, 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 cats are cats are weird. Cats are weird. I, I got to double back real quick to Matt Reese, who says Lucky Charms marshmallows only. <laughs> they just came out at Sam's. Ooh, uh, killer! No more digging in the box. That's well, okay. I, I love Lucky Charms. Like the marshmallows are great. I, yeah. I stopped getting them because it's like the ratio would psych me out. Yeah. Because you try to have like every bite. So yeah, having them be all whatever, I'm into that. I'm into that uh, too. People, That's people. Big. I learned recently because I said it on a stream. I was like, man, I wish they had Chex Mix that was just the right chips or Gardettos that were just the right chips. Yeah, skip the pretzels. And then apparently that's a thing too. So I'm glad that uh, places we're that learning. Walmart is starting yeah. to figure out that 
Just give us the stuff we like and don't make us tolerate the stuff we don't want. Exactly. What even <laughs> is what even are those little things that you eat with Lucky Charms? I don't know. And it's like, look, they're not horrible. Like I, they're they're just basically they taste like nothing. It's like, yeah. wh- why are we doing this? Yeah, it seems it seems a little pointless to me. That's, and then you end up you end up eating all advice. the marshmallows, and then you're just stuck with all of that and milk, and you're just like, eh. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna tee you up here. Yeah, because this is your wheelhouse, but I'm very interested too. Still no main event for UFC 300, which is obviously a a big deal. But maybe we'll finally get something. Is that what I'm hearing? So Dana White, I mean, for anyone, April 13th, that's when UFC 300 is. And you know, if you follow the UFC, they, they announce their main events. They try to get them a few months, three, four months. And a lot of times we know the fight that's going to happen, even yeah. if it hasn't been officially signed, agreed, announced, and all that stuff. There's been like 13 different main events floated around for this from all over the place. I mean, originally, oh, craziness. we yeah. all kind of assumed it would be Conor McGregor, Michael Chandler. We have not really gotten an explanation as to why it's not happening. I think it might come down to Dana White doesn't want to pay Conor McGregor $20 million, not knowing what <laughs> what version of him they're going to yeah. get. If he's and, on you know, coke or not. <laughs> for people that also don't know, the UFC's pay-per-view points work this way. We're like, if you're defending your belt, so say you're the light heavyweight champion, Curtis, which you could be one day, and you, you want to, and you you defend your title on UFC 301. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I don't remember the exact numbers of it because it, it depends on how many you sell. But it it, it starts off as like one dollar for every pay per view sold. That's what it goes to the defending champion, whether he wins or loses. And so you know they would try to take that into account. They don't want to have a card that has six champions fighting on it or four champions or whatever because then you got to pay them all their pay per view points. They also don't want to put champions on the same card as Conor freaking McGregor who's gonna sell pay-per-views and I would imagine he has a contract where he's getting paid for his pay-per-views either so for us fans that are frustrated it's not as simple as just hey book all the good guys on this card or whatever and again Conor McGregor good luck getting that guy to agree to eat lunch with you let alone fight on a day in a different country Um, but yeah Dana White claims they're announcing the main event for UFC 300 tomorrow night at the press conference for UFC 298 Uh, which is this weekend everybody if you want to know more about that we'll have you covered and uh We'll we'll talk about that a little bit on Friday show, but he's saying that they're going to announce it tomorrow night. Curtis, I'm not 100 percent sure they have a main event locked and loaded. Who would it be? Like I don't I don't know, man. I think it's going to end up being Israel Adesanya and Drikas Duplissi. I I hope so. I think those are the two guys that they can talk into it easiest. Mm. You know, Uh, Drikas is interesting because he hasn't. I mean, he fought in January, and so and he you know it's been an issue before trying to get him to quick turnaround. But I think if he's healthy and available, it's they still got eight weeks. I think Izzy is probably, I mean, they might have to pay him a lot of money, but yeah. I think that is probably where we're headed. I heard, according to Ariel Hawani, they tried to book Hamzat Chemaev versus two different t- champions. He can tr- do it for his religion or something? Is that? That's what basically what he said. He doesn't want to yeah. fight. It's not during Ramadan, but Ramadan is like the six weeks leading up to UFC 300. And so I think, right. uh, you know, Islam's not fighting on UFC for that reason, too. Like, I have no problem with that. Uh, and he, they don't know if he can even get to the U.S. They don't know if his pa- like something's messed up with his passport. So that's why he <laughs> had to fight in Abu Dhabi last October, and that was the only place he could fight. But they tried to book him against Drikas, but also against Leon. Leon agreed, signed on the dotted line to fight Hamzat Chemaev. Like, they're just trying everything. But that tells you how desperate they are, right. that they're just trying to find anyone. Uh, God, crazy, John Jones man. claims that he was offered the fight last week, which if the UFC called an injured John Jones to try and get him to fight on short notice, that tells you... They are panicking. And so, look, I don't yeah. know what Dana White's going to say tomorrow night. I wouldn't be stunned if they didn't announce anything tomorrow night just because 
they they lie about a lot of this stuff. <laughs> but I will say the last time I can remember them announcing a fight at a press conference was when Connor and Khabib fought. And it was like I don't even remember what paper event it was that they were doing it, but they just right after the press were like, "Oh wait, one more thing," and then played like a little video, and it was all the hype for it. So history repeat itself. There's been murmurs. It'd be fun. Our boy Chael Sonnen <laughs> thinks there's, there's a chance we get Connor Khabib rematch at 165 pounds. Khabib is massive now. I don't know yeah. how he would fight at any way. I mean, he, he looks like he's over 200, but I'll be up there for it. Yeah. Sign By the way, if you want to watch fights this weekend, B-dubs. See you there. B-dubs. Yeah. See you at B-dubs. We'll be there. I'm excited for it. But uh, yeah, I, I'll be interested to see. We'll probably hopefully hopefully we have a main event to talk about on Friday's show, but. Yeah. I am doubtful. <laughs> yeah. Even though he said it, I am very doubtful. Uh, you you sent me some interesting stuff <laughs> late last night to my phone. Uh, um, yeah. We have a poet. We have a poet. I guess you could say. Uh, very bizarre situation going on. Yeah, so it's Josh Brolin, who played Thanos. Yep. Very large guy, for those that don't know Thanos. Marvel, big purple guy, snaps his fingers, that one. <laughs> that actor is also in Dune, part one and part two. And uh, while he was on set working with Timothy Chalamet, who is like 24, you know, looks like he has syphilis, but he's he's kind of the up-and-coming <laughs> heartthrob. Uh, but this is the poem that his co-worker, Josh Brolin, decided to write to him as, like you know, wise mentor, older friend. This is what he said to Timothy Chalamet. Do you know All what right. Timothy Chalamet looks like? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Okay, here's what it says. Your face is etched by adolescence. Your cheekbones jump toward what are youth-laden eyes that slide down a prominent nose and onto lips of a certain poetry. And the way you hold my gaze makes me fear my own age because something in me tells me you are going to offer me something and, for now, I'm not sure it's going to be something I want anymore. It's Valentine's Day, Curtis, and that was the most romantic thing I've ever read. I was going to say, it sounds that like was, Riz to me. Guys, that was that I think was he might be into him. No, that was, a very, that was a very fascinating thing to write to your coworker. I don't know if I've ever heard anything like that. That almost brought a tear to my eyes. Yeah, I mean, that was <laughs> very bizarre. <laughs> he also wrote one to Florence Pugh, who is a female actor. Uh, very good. Uh, I mean, y'all, y'all know who Florence Pugh is. I don't want to read that one because it's longer, but it's just as weird. Was it equally as, as It was erotic, very as weird or, okay. about how her gaze can move mountains and how her eyes or whatever, but it's Why is it's he doing very this? very interesting. <laughs> just, uh, just, just, just riffing with the boys. Nice you know? guy. Wow. It is what it is. But yeah, yeah, man. I don't know very about that Very weird. One. And for, for the, you know, Thanos, people know Thanos. It's that guy. That's what's funny about it is that this is a big, you know, Big jaw, big, big, weird-looking grizzly bear writing these poems yeah. to Timothy Chalamet. And he likes the younger folks, which is popular in Hollywood yeah. these days. Our girl Bobby Altoff's back in the uh, back in the news. She is our girl Bobby Altoff. For those that did not listen to Monday's show, we talked about... Or no, was that Friday show? It was Friday. Friday yeah. show. Go back and listen to Friday's show if you want the Bobby Altoff rundown. But Bobby Altoff... I thought that this content, when I sent it last night, I was like, this is curated for us. Yeah, it is. So Ryan Garcia is a boxer that we watched uh, at Twin Peaks together with Scotty. We Got watched a him rib fight. broken or something, yeah, man. He, I've never seen fight. somebody get KO'd by a body shot like that. But yeah. Yeah. He's good, though. Uh, well, you know, the last time I'd seen it was when he KO'd Luke Campbell, weirdly enough. Uh, huh. he, he KO'd someone with that same shot. But yeah, Ryan Garcia is one of the, maybe the, 
not the most famous boxer in the world. Like Canelo's still the biggest, but I would say he's a top three, top five boxing pay-per-view seller. Uh, like that yeah. fight with Tank Davis did a ton of numbers. He's about to fight Devin Haney. That's going to do a ton one. of numbers. Yeah. Uh, young kid. He just had his first loss as a boxer. Like good looking, good on the microphone, like very marketable. So he is doing stuff with our girl Bobby, who again, we are convinced is an in- industry plant. Interviewed Drake, interviewed all these people, recently separated from her husband, and now she's filming promos with boxers shirtless. And uh, Curtis, you know, the, you know, we always. Anyone who's married or has a girlfriend or whatever, your biggest fear is that your girl is going to work and there's some man in the conference room making yeah. her laugh and work maybe tickling situation. her. situation. Like yeah. Jim Halper. Like everybody was talking about that video of Jim Halper from The Office where he like picks Pam up and she's like they're like tickling each other. And I'm yeah. like, man, that would make me sick thinking about that. Oh, that's tough. That's what Bobby Altoff was doing with Ryan Garcia in this video. Mm-hmm. Again, recently separated Bobby Altoff. Uh yeah, it's 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 very interesting. But she was like holding the pads for him while he's punching, and yeah. they're, they're they're clearly filming something. And he tweeted it out and was like, "This is going to be great." So I don't know. We'll see what the full video is when it comes out. But Curtis, this I felt like these people they wanted us to talk about them today. You remember when she was just such a wholesome young yeah. lady, you know, uh, doing yeah. the doing the, uh, the, the family mom content, content oh, on yeah. TikTok? Yeah, it's just it's a shame where that's headed, you know. You film a video of you getting your baby dressed, and then now all of a sudden you're hanging out with rich boxers. Yeah, not not a bad life. Promoting violence. Yeah, promoting yeah. violence. Let it, yeah, holding <laughs> the pads for a, for a professional boxer. Oh man, getting in the coaching game—that's what it looked like. And she also she was dressed in this ridiculous outfit. The outfit in the video, she's like wearing Converse's and like boxing shorts, and it was, yeah. it was very it was very weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we we love Bobby Altoff though. Yeah, no, she does a great job. She does an absolutely great job. I need to find this comment because, like I said, I got to get your, uh, I got to oh, get your feedback one? on the Cardinals stuff. What was here. the card? What here am I referencing? What am I referencing? Who the, the the Cardinals just signed somebody or something? Uh, just just what do you think about these Cardinals? Well, I think they should have a better year this year after completely underachieving last year. Mm. But who all still there? I mean, I the know whole that, lineup's still there. I about to say the lineup, but the, the the pitching staff. I guess Flaherty's not there. No, they traded him. Uh, Jordan Montgomery's not there. They traded him too. Yeah, who's there? Who they got pitching this year? Anybody? Um, well, they went and got Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray is a good one. Yep. Um, they brought Lance Lynn back. Wayne Wright's not coming back. Wayne Wright's not coming oh, back. Yeah, guys, make it sure. No, Just making it's, sure. It's uh, the rotation is Sonny Gray, Miles Michaelis is back. Okay. Um, Steven Matz is back. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, Lance they got Lynn some pieces. and Kyle Gibson are the other two in the rotation. They, they've at least got some pieces. They're like a trade or two away, probably from being. I think so. So I, I think, think I think uh, Jordan Montgomery's still a free agent. Okay, yeah. So, so I mean, there's plenty of like, plenty you know. of time. Yeah, I think uh, the goal should be just be in the mix at that trade deadline, and then maybe get you a move. But I, I think I think they'll be better this year, just yeah. based on how the, bad. Like the NL Central it makes sucks, sense. right? And the like the Brewers keep winning that division. They just traded. They just trade Corbin Burns, or yeah, I think they did. They traded him to Baltimore. No, was it Arizona? Is that right? Okay, yeah. Maybe no, so. maybe not. I think was he in the Dominic Fletcher like trade? The Orioles. I don't know. No, it was but, the Orioles. Okay. It was the Orioles because I remember thinking I was like, it wasn't Dominic Fletcher. It was Kerstad, who I was surprised didn't get traded for right. Kerbin Burns. But uh, yeah. yeah, Orioles. So yeah, I think yeah, I think they'll have kind of a bounce back year. But what I'm really anxious to see is Jordan Walker and Mason Wynn, like yeah. year two versions of those guys. Jordan Walker, man. Oof. Every every time he makes contact, it's like one ten off the bat. Yeah, they just yeah. have to make him competent in the outfield until Nolan Arenado retires. There you go. Because he'll play third. He'll play third, or okay. they might throw him over to first. But he he was playing third in the minors, so gotcha. 
but yeah, I'm excited to watch the Cardinals. I went to a game last year. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go up there for another one. You yeah. want to go watch the Royals play in Fayetteville, Arkansas, in a couple weeks? Oh man, I forgot about or that. Or in Springdale, I guess. But yeah, the Royals yeah. are coming to town soon. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. I definitely want to check that out. Yeah. Um, they might lose, but you know. yeah, I would imagine. But who knows? Now with their if Caden Wallace, if they leave leave one over the heart of the plate to Caden Wallace, they will. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, any, oh, did man. we did we cover all of our uh, our topics yeah, I today? Think so yeah, I think we're I think we made it through. You yeah. Know? Um, first live show. Yeah, first live show was a good time. Got some good participation. The pop tarts were a hit. The pop tarts were a hit. You know? yeah, it was very very food heavy episode. Yeah, very food um, heavy. Which we actually kind of do a lot. Mm. Like uh, our boy Devin, who I don't know if he must not be here because he's not in the chat or else we'd be hearing from Devin. Yeah. But uh, I guess he commented that one time was like, y'all made me hungry because we were talking about burgers. Oh, we on went in one on, episode. We went out on burgers. Yeah. Um, Local yeah. and national chains. That was a good time. Oh, yeah. That was a good time. It got weird after that. But, you know, yeah. that's, just, that's how it tend to, tends to We didn't have any cool here, Valentine's so. Day stories today. No. Besides Josh Brolin's poems. That was kind of romantic. Yeah, that I mean, that's little... as romantic as it gets. Yeah. I mean, we've got Valentine's Day basketball. Do you have Valentine's yeah. Nothing more it's... romantic than going to Bud Walton Arena on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Rick Barnes. They going to win the night, know? Curtis? Yes. Y'all heard it here first. Arkansas is going to beat Tennessee tonight. First I'm going to continue to go on the record with that until uh, I'm proven wrong later. There you go. Oh, yeah. They're going to get it done. All right. You got anything else, my man? No, man. I'm excited to be at Bud Walton tonight. I think it's going to be a good night. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, join us, by the <laughs> yeah, way, for this we'll for the six-pack on Friday. We're going we're gonna to try to do these live now, just around the same time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, let's make this a thing, man. This is the this is the most unhinged group chat slash group uh, drinking around at the pub. You know, this is this is what this is. Yeah. I think Friday and Mondays are a lot of fun. Fridays leading up to the weekend, yeah. weird things are about to happen, and Monday, all the weird <laughs> stuff has happened. Not, not every know? show will be this disorganized. <laughs> Normally on Friday, we got, yeah, like you said, we got some stuff to talk about for the weekend or whatever. Um, and yeah, for any UFC folks, we will. I'm going to try to talk some UFC Friday. I got a lot of thoughts, at least on the main card. I feel very, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so oh, excited no. for this. It's, it's going to be a good one. We'll be out at B-Dubs watching that. After yeah. an eventful day, I mean, we're going to yeah, have two Razorback sports. basketball, Razorback baseball, and then, uh, you know, we regroup a little bit and we go watch the fights. So uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it for sure. And but when he says regroup, lie. he means start drinking. Rehydrate and then, yeah, you know. Rehydrate. <laughs> there you go. Cool. All right. Well, it's been a good one for Andrew Ellis. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Natty State Sports. Appreciate you tuning in to the Six Pack. We'll catch you guys on Friday. I think that.